Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blog cast. This is episode 153, and today's blog sort of comes on the heels of several previous ones. Uh, so I, I think you, you will enjoy it just as well without the knowledge of the previous ones, but just in case you're a completist and you want to hear all of them before you listen to this one, they are as follows. Uh, I am a dragon now. The fear of men is my food. The follow-up to that post uh, was, I am also part witch. And following on the heels of both of those was a post called, If she's not shooting fire out of her fingers, I don't want to see it. (laughs) So I know all three of those posts are not some of the top podcast episodes. So you may want to go back and check those out. Um, interestingly, they were fairly popular on the blog, but somehow didn't, didn't make the transition. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so you can listen to those if you'd like, or just listen to this one, which is called, excuse me, ma'am. The man in an Oxford shirt came up behind me at the narrow passage of the cafe and did not stop moving as he said, excuse me, ma'am, and walked on scrolling through his phone. I muttered, Don't you ma'am me, after he passed. But what I really wanted to do was set him on fire with my magical fire-shooting ability. I know the offense was minor, and he probably only called me ma'am because there's no feminine equivalent to sir. And even though it sounds like out of my way, old lady, to me, he thinks he's being respectful, and at least he didn't say move, bitch, and I should be grateful for even an attempt at politeness. But maybe if I combusted enough people for calling me ma'am, we could finally find a respectful word for women instead of limping by with miss and ma'am and madam since forever. Sometimes it takes a little fire. I want a fire shooting power or a spontaneous combustion ability or to just truly access my dragon self and be able to gobble up those that displease me. I am so weary of conceding and getting out of the way, and I don't want to make a mess, but I do want to obliterate my enemies. The thing is, though, even if I woke up with such a superpower tomorrow, I'm fairly certain I wouldn't use it. If I got a skein, like the women in Naomi Alderman's extraordinary book, The Power, I don't think I'd go on a mad electrocuting spree. I think I would probably keep it to myself, but I sure would feel a lot better knowing I could do it. If I had in my back pocket the power to vanquish a world of enemies, I might be a little more apt to speak my mind at a meeting or on the street or in the passageways of small cafes where boys feel like they own the throughways. I might not mutter, don't you ma'am me? I might say it loud. I might let it resonate and hang dangerously over the air as the power danced around my fingertips, and we could all feel the electricity I was keeping in store, what energy I was using to not combust someone. My anger had abated somewhat after the fetid air of the Kavanaugh hearings cleared a little, or maybe my anger just went underground these last few months. 
Eventually, it seemed, I did not long to combust every man I saw. But the recent spate of attacks on reproductive justice have begun to once again stir the dragon I have within, and I am longing to actually be as dangerous as I feel. Don't ma'am me. You might not mean anything by it, but I'm not sure what I'll do. You just better hope my magic hasn't grown in yet. So rather predictably, um, there have been some women who have chimed in to say that they love being called ma'am and it's great and it feels wonderful to them. And I almost brought that up in the course of the post because I knew that was going to happen. It's one of those really funny things that like caused a great deal of controversy on a couple of like women's Facebook groups I'm in where it's just really super polarizing. And it is also very regional. I, you know, in, in other English speaking countries, for example, I, I think it's not even a word that gets used. Um, or for example, like in England, ma'am is used for the queen, which, you know, if that's what you're thinking when you say ma'am to me, if you're like, oh, your majesty, and, I, and you're just saying ma'am for short because you think I'm the queen, I'm totally cool with that. That's, that's great. Uh, but it, it feels to me here that it's just code for old lady, which at, at age 45, I do not enjoy. I just don't like it. <laughs> um, and also like the thing of it is, I feel like, so since I've had some comments, so I've got a little bit of pent up stuff, but like, Hey, I, I think this is true. And I know it's true in some romance languages. I don't know about um, other languages. I'd love to actually know this in, about other languages. But there, th- for women, there's a distinction. There's miss, which is for the young young ones, and ma'am for the old ones. But there's no, there's no age distinction for men. So sir just goes all the way through. You can be called. You can be eight years old and be called sir. I mean, that would be weird. But <laughs> but still, like sir goes all the way through in a way that miss and ma'am imply your uselessness has kicked in. Once you start getting called ma'am. And I don't like it. I don't like it. And I I think it's true in romance languages as well because, you know, in Italian, you're signorina, you're you're the unmarried mademoiselle, the, uh, you know. And then you get married, you get old, you can be a signora. It's, uh, you don't, but there isn't the same for the signore. Anyway. (laughs) I find it. In- infuriating, <laughs> obviously. I have not yet developed the skill to um, spontaneously combust anyone, but I, I, I really want to have it. Um, and I've become rather unreasonable about it. It's really interesting. I feel like I used to be able to really just be fine with everything, and I'm, I'm like fine with nothing. <laughs> it's like I use, I've just, I've just utterly transformed from, oh, whatever, everything's great, to nothing is great, everything needs to be set on fire. (laughs) Whee! Uh, Also, read The Power. It's amazing. Um, My mom and I read it as a, like a mother-daughter book club, and it was delightful. Highly recommended. Um, 
what can I tell you about this upcoming song? So, um, it's Witchy Woman. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Because I did not remember there's a part where she has sparks on her fingertips. I mean, what? The song was made for me. I want sparks on my fingertips so badly, so badly. Who has the magic skill? Because I want it. Um, also, the new Charmed is delightful, but there's not enough fireballs. <laughs> the, the, the old Charmed, they had these like balls of fire that they would throw, and I, I have not seen those on the new Charmed yet. There's some, there's, some, there's some electrocution and some fiery zapping, and it's enough. It's fine. I'm not complaining. I just, you know, apparently liked, I just need fire. (laughs) Um, And I'm unreasonable. I am so unreasonable right now. Unreasonable. Maybe it's because all of women's rights are being taken away from us while I sit here. Anyway, more to say about that later. But meanwhile, I'm going to play you Witchy Woman in a moment. And before I do, just want to say, if you want to support the podcast, here are some ways to do it. You could uh, give me five stars on the old iTunes, also known as Apple Podcasts, which apparently it's all changing and I don't know what's going to happen there. But while it's still here, give it the five stars. Write something nice if you feel like it. Uh, you could say sets the world on fire. (laughs) Um, other things you could do if you want to chip in a few bucks, there's the sort of digital hat over at PayPal. Um, and the, the sort of tag is struggling artist there. Um, and there's Kofi you could look up my name, Emily Rainbow Davis there. And uh, if you're going for high-level support, Patreon is the place to go. It's patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. Sign my mailing list. Um, I've now sent one of those messages. So, you know, you could be there for the second ever mass mailing from my mailing list if you, if you sign up in the next few days. <laughs> um, and that is all. I do believe. Um, So thank you so much for listening. If you're listening, I promise I won't set you on fire once I develop my magical fire skills. Um, I may be unreasonable, but I I know who the good good ones are, and you are they. Um, Yeah. I feel like I'm probably going to develop a whole new blog post about this, but I was thinking about when I was in theater school, we used to do these status exercises. And I remember being in like a comedy class where like somebody had to be like the king and give everybody orders. And then uh, you had to kill the any servant who didn't, you know, give you what you wanted. And I was so bad at this game. I was great at being a servant. I could stay in a really long time because I knew how to like sort of set right below the 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 king and bring them what they want and be like ridiculous about offering up what they want. I was that. Yeah, that part I could do, but I could not play the king to save my life. Like I just couldn't come up with things I wanted them to do for me. I wouldn't kill them when, when I should have, I feel like I'd be much better at that game now. (laughs) Like 
much better at it. And I really would like to, I don't need to like join an improv troupe or go be in an improv class, but I feel like I would like to just play that game again and see how it goes. I'd be killing everybody. Woof. I don't like how you call me, ma'am, you're out, out, dead, next. <laughs> you have to like bring people back to life to make this game work because if your class is too small, you kill everybody too quickly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> side note, <laughs> I feel like I'll have something to say about this at some point in another blog. So look forward to that showing up in a more scripted form later, maybe. Um, meanwhile, here is Witchy Woman. She's got the moon. 